Hello, welcome to my channel. This time we are going to talk about Israeli-Palestinian conflict, which has attracted so much attention. There is a huge gap between two opinions. Some support Israel and they believe that Hamas is a terrorist, while some support Palestine or Hamas because they consider Israeli military action and uh, invasion and they are so angry about the deaths of the children. We will start with the history of Palestine and Israel and then we'll talk about why we need the country and the political powers and finally we will end with how the world could avoid massive violence and the turbulence. For record, I'm no international affairs expert and I'm not gonna judge other party in this situation. Nothing will be discussed here but objective history, facts and some rational thoughts. First, we need to know how all of this happened. At the very beginning, according to the Bible and the Quran, Jewish and Arabian shared the mutual ancestor Abraham. About BC 20th century, Abraham led the tribe to Cana, where is the present Israel and Palestine. The office the offsprings of one of the Abraham's sons, Isaac, whose mother was Abraham's wife, became the Jewish and the name of Israel was in his name. Another son whose mother was a maid of Abraham, Ishmael, became the ancestor of Arabian. Jewish sublines thrived first to establish a state of Jewish and a state of Israel, which were cracked down by Babylonian Empire at the BC 19th century. Jewish people were taken to Babylon as slaves. After the Persian Empire destroyed Babylon, Jewish people were back to homeland and rebuilt Jerusalem Temple. BC 1st century, Roman army surprised Jerusalem, so the Jewish lost their home since then. At the 7th century, Arabian subline, which lived in Arabian Peninsula, survived. Mohammed army took charge of Jerusalem. Since then, the Palestine area was controlled by Arabians. Middle East is a crucial path connecting the Western and Eastern world. Every country wanted to control it. 11th century Crusade invader attacked Jerusalem multiple times. 13th century Mongolia army controlled Damascus and the Arabian Empire came over. 16th century Osman Empire thrived and controlled Palestine area. 1896, a Jewish reporter of Osman Empire, Herzl came up with the Zionist moment. Many Jewish people from Europe back to Palestine area wanted to build a country. There were 40,000 of Jewish people living in Palestine area before the World War I. Britain took over this region after World War I, and the worldwide Jewish people moved to Palestine region. Since then, those two communities sharing the same ancestor have been fighting for the territory, which is the start of Arab-Israeli conflict. Either of the Arabian or Jewish could truly own Palestine until Yalta Conference after World War II. One of the most vital contributions of Yalta Conference was to recognize the rights of self-determination. Britain supported the Jewish to build a nation and submitted the issue to the UN. 94, uh, 1974, UN passed the number 181 judgment that established the Jewish state and the Arabian state in Palestine and made Jerusalem international special power which governed by UN. Jewish people agreed with this solution and they built Israel in 1948, while well, Arabian people thought that the Jewish had more benefits than them did, so they disagreed with the decision of UN. Admittedly, the decision was not fair. Arabian people was 1.7 times to the Jewish, but only 40 
3% of the land was assigned to them, and the land was so much worse than Israel had. Therefore, at the very second day of the establishment of Israel, Arabian war started a surprising war to Israel. Since then, there were five times of Middle East war. But oddly, Israel was not weakened but stronger during the wars, and they broadened the territory and controlled the Jerusalem. After five Middle East wars, uh, Arabian country basically accepted the fact that Israel is real. So the chairman of PLO, Palestinian Liberation Organization, Arafat, wanted to build the country of Palestine. 1988, Palestine passed a declaration of independence, Palestine as a country, Jerusalem as the capital, and accepted the number 181 decision. Also, Arafat recognized Israel. Israel's right of living and created terrorism. 1993, Arafat and Robin, the Prime Minister of Israel, made a reconciliation Oslo Accord. However, this reconciliation accord triggered the extremes of both parties. After two years, Robin was assassinated by a radical Jewish extremist. At the meantime, Arafat failed to govern Palestine. Hamas separated from PLO, and the extremists continued to attack Israel. 2005, Israel decided to leave Gaza Strip and handed Jerusalem back to Palestine. 2007, Hamas defeated the Fatah forces of PLO and controlled Gaza Strip. Since then, Hamas and Israel have been fighting. So the real conflict is not Israeli-Palestinian, but Israeli-Hamas. All of this started about territory to leave. For a long period of, of human history, violence and control were the main or only strategy to survive. There were about 14,531 wars during the 5,000 years of history, basically 2.6 times annually. Economist Olsen has defined a predatory Predatory governors as the robbing bandits who relies on tribes, war, and predatory fighting. Their army was their th civilians. Their civilians were their army. Their wars were their production. Their production was their wars. However, with the improvement of agriculture technology, robbing bandits gradually were replaced by stationary bandits. When the robbing bandits controlled all the resources, like fertile land, people, they could obtain the monopoly rent. When the monopoly rent benefited them more than predatory actions, roving bandits became stationary bandits, and the tribe became a state and a country. Meanwhile, the surviving strategy of human beings switched from predatory to monopoly and control. In the ancient time, Middle East as the key area connecting Asia, Africa, and Europe offered the countries an unbelievable chance to take monopoly rent, such as a petroleum industry controlled by a couple of big families. The petroleum dollar is the rent brought by national monopoly. Thus, the natural state has two characteristics. They are the outcomes of wars, and they obtain rent with monopolizing violence. In the modern history, roving bandits were widely replaced with stationary bandits, which is the beginning of a national system. A country can be considered as a stationary bandit in the monopolized resources and violence, which reduce personal conflicts. A nation is rational so that citizens' violence and conflict can be solved by the public power, which is a legal system, and out of one nation, the conflicts between countries 
become the context of national militaries. Now, let's go back to the UN number 181 decision. We can clearly notice the strategy that the UN used to solve the problem was to extinguish two secular countries to inhibit the conflicts. There were two advantages of, of secular countries. First, secular country internally multiplies the violence so that the Jewish or Arabian inside the racial or interest conflicts can be handled by public powers. Second, secular country externally multiplies violence so that the wars between the two nations can be solved by their armies, which avoids the uncertainty violence of robbing bandits. Nevertheless, Palestine missed the opportunity to build a secular country. The lack of a secular country system is the most crucial reason of Israeli-Palestinian conflicts since 1948. So, does all my statements mean that the stationary bandits are perfect, flawless? No, it's definitely not. It's true that the stationary bandits are inclined to inhibit violence, but it also has the inclination to trigger violence. Stationary bandits control the public power to govern inside the country by national violence, but once the public power is personalized, the the regime will lose its validity, which could trigger the internal war for the political power. Economics has pointed out that regime violence is prevailed in the low-income countries since 1840. There were 697 regimes in 162 countries. From all of the regime samples, the time of a three of quarter of regime was shorter than 24 years. In the low-income countries, a half of regime remains only seven years. In the top 10% income countries, the number was 60 years. Also, stationary bandits can be prone to start external wars. Most severe the internal political conflicts are, more serious in the inclination to start external war is. To some extent, the relationship between stationary bandits and the public is a cooperation relationship. Stationary bandits protect the public with monopolizing violence and the public pay the tax and the rent to the stationary bandits. Therefore, the external wars are the resource of stationary bandits regime validity, more relying on the predatory and the, the stationary bandits are, the more needed to disguise the political equality they have. Of course, a huge risk comes with external wars. Once the external wars failed, the only channel to have validity would be gone. So the general way that stationary bandits choose is to inculcate people with national nationalism and religious ideas, create imaginary enemies, provoke the other countries, but avoid external wars, for example, Russia, which is why scholars call this situation Karimian effect. Such countries or stationary bandits refuse to open because opening means confronting external competition, which will impact the stability of monopolized rent. Look back to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. The reason why Palestine is beaten so horribly is because they do not extinguish a complete secular country with a unified, legitimate regime. So they unavoidably is traveling into the fight for legality, which failed to inhibit the external collides. Initially, PLO was a recognized representative of Palestine. 1988, Palestine officially became the observer state of the UN, but the validity of 
PLO was challenged from inside. 2005, Israel withdrew the troops from Gaza Strip, which was claimed by Hamas as their achievement because for a long time Hamas has been suicide bomb attacking Israeli civilians. Hamas is the hero in Gaza Strip. This is what we call earning the legitimate regime by starting the external wars. No wonder why Israel declares Hamas as illegal organization. The U.S. and the EU affirmed Hamas being terrorist organization after 911. 2006, Hamas beat Fatah forces and controlled Gaza Strip. After that, Palestine has two major powers: Hamas and the PLO. Now, the main dilemma of uh, Palestine is the validity of internal regime. PLO, which inclines to reconcile with Israel, lost control power. Meanwhile, Hamas um, is trying to earn the validity of regime by upholding the external wars. They attacked um, Israel's civilians, propagate nationalism, religion, and race hatred. More extreme their propagation are more followers there are more severe the conflicts will be. In order to protect the validity of a regime, stationary bandits will do everything to control public voices, ideas, provoke nationalism and the religious contest. It's not easy to have a legitimate government. It has to meet three preconditions. The first is the legality of power resource, which is freely selected or voted by the public or representatives. The second is the publicness of power state, which means not to personalize the violence, justice, legislations, and administration. The last one is the legitimacy of uh, power use, which means the public power is responsible for the public interests. Apparently, neither PLO or Hamas meets those three preconditions. Power stores of both came from selection of Congress, but the freedom and the fairness of Congress are questionable. Both of them are military forces, and Hamas is also a political and religious organization. In other words, they suck at the publicness of power state. Besides, Hamas based on uh, Islamic creeds to train extremists to execute suicide attacking missions. The power state and the power use of Hamas fails the requirements to a legal secular government. Compared with religious organizations, secular governments are more likely to be rational. All of main modern countries are secular countries which are prone to recognize the, the validity of a secular governments. Comparatively, PLO is more recognized internationally. 2017, Hamas announced that they were willing to join the PLO, seeking the legality in Palestine. From my personal perspective, Hamas' sincerity is doubtful. I will never trust a sneaky and brutal snake who slaughtered innocent people. However, still, we cannot simply blame Palestine, Palestinian, Arabian, or Muslims. In fact, Hamas cannot represent Palestine or Palestinian due to its legality. And more importantly, not all Palestinian and Arabian sports violence. No matter the Israeli-Arabian conflict, Israeli-Palestinian conflict, or Israeli-Hamas conflict, the content and the nature of wars are changing. But what is not changing is the innocent civilians who are suffering from religion, extreme politics, and the cruel wars.
The lesson that we learned from Middle East is that a country without modern system and legitimate regime is easier to be trapped by violence. So how can we get rid of those traps? There are three living methods of, the, of, of human history, predatory, controlling, and trade. We have talked about the predatory and the controlling earlier. The answer of this question is the third method, free trade. Economists believe that the free trading can inhibit wars and violence because division and cooperation strengthen the interest community. Trading supports individual freedom and fairness, and the free trading stimulates increasing creative producing. Adam Smith critiqued Britain starting the war to the North America, and his theory inspired the British leaders. They based on his theory dismissed the Eastern India Company and developed the free market, but the following World War I and the Depression made the economists reconsider if free market was the right road to thrive and peace. So what was wrong? The core is regime legality. It's not Smith's fault. Before Adam Smith, Britain had solved the, le the legality problem, so Smith could not consider about this until later economists made the system as the external factor in 15s or 60s. They found that the only valid region with the same interest of the public and the country could lead the nation to thrive and peace. Also, Olsen believed that stationary bandits had the seed of the civilization and the democracy. So, why Palestine is under this disadvantage when they confront Israel? Because Israel has solved legitimacy problem, but Palestine does not. 1948, Israel built a secular country with multiple religions, and none of this religion organization has the right to intervene the secular government. Although Israeli government also could have the inclination to start an external war and internal violence, such as extreme right-wing politicians declares that Jewish is the only race that owns self-determination, those fights and unfairness will not drag the whole country into violence traps because they are, they are circumscribed by the secular law. For instance, if Israeli um, army had to attack a civilian building in Palestine, they would be asked to inform the owner under supervision of lawyers. We need to confine the violence with more strict and more rational institutions. Free trading is the third option for human living. Monopoly and violence often jeopardize the free market and the peacemaker national institutions in the name of justice and the truth. Free market Globalization, modern constitutional states, and the legitimate regime are not perfect, but at least they help the human to climb out of violence traps. Okay, we probably should stop here. Let's call it a day. Thank you for listening. As you're welcome to share with me your thoughts and interested topics. You will find my email and Twitter at my podcast homepage description. Take care. I will see you soon.